In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. How are you this evening? What an incredible, incredible couple days we've had. What an incredible night we had last night. What a great morning show that we had. People fired up from all walks of life. People fired up all over the United States of America. MAGA wins. Incredible last night. I was up until uh, 2.30 a.m. Eastern time. Woke back up at 5.30. I called the race for Carrie Lake at 5.45 And still, as we speak right now, the Arizona Secretary of State's office has not done anything to move the actual numbers to show you that Carrie Lake actually won the great state of Arizona. And the reason why is because they don't want to give her the highlights. They don't want to give her the highlights. They don't want to give President Trump the highlights. They don't want to show you how weak McCainism is in Arizona. They don't want to show you how weak Ducheism, Ducheism, sorry, is in Arizona. They don't want to show you how strong the Ultra MAGA movement is. But we all already know. We all already know. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. From the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is an honor to be with all of my LFA family every day. My RAV family every evening. 
and thank you very much. I did have a cold open to play, but instead of actually playing it uh, without giving you the proper introduction, I wanted to wait and, and, and go ahead and bring it in right now. And uh, this features great patriots, my friend Ben Burke, well, my friend Steve Bannon. This is, ladies and gentlemen, Ultra MAGA time. And this is for, taken from, uh, this is video footage from last night and early, early this morning. Check it out, folks. <clears throat> cheat. They can't win, and they know that. The MAGA people showed up in huge numbers. Okay, make sure you get to work. Let's go now. Let's stop the games. Let's go now. Time to get to work. Let's roll. Let's roll. Oh, let's, let's replay that, folks. Let's, sorry about that. Let's replay that. It, it is the GOP primary and the run for governor, which has got a lot of interest. Karen Taylor Robeson hasn't led in a single poll the entire race. Yet, the latest Emerson poll finds her up one on anchor Carrie Lake, the pick of Donald Trump. Karen Taylor Robeson, Pence is her pick, uh, is his pick, and Trump went with, uh, with the other. <laughs> And Trump went with uh, with the, with the uh, other. Yeah, you know her name and now. What they had is just slipping through their fingers, and they're watching it slide away. So this is the, literally their last stand. Guys, I just found out we have the enemy back there. The fake news, enemy of the people. I want you all to turn around and look at the media and show them what Arizona is about. We're about saving this republic. Incredible night, Steve. I mean, we went from. Uh, you, you and I talking back and forth, like, what the heck is going on here? We can't keep electing these people who are anti-American. To all of a sudden, uh, an hour later. We, the people, have to step forward and run for office. And ultimately uh, is the presumptive nominee. Uh, incredible night, MAGA, MAGA night. night. We just pulled ahead of our opponent. They crushed the McCain cabal in Arizona last night, and MAGA has taken over in full force. It shows that we can outvote the fraud. You just have to show up. You know, it's, it's a couple percentage points difference, but we can outvote the fraud across this entire country, but the fight is just beginning. It's time to put the floor, uh, the, the pedal down on the gas. They need the phony mail-in ballots and the no signatures and the machines. If, if Democrats, Democrats can't cheat, they can't win and they know that the mega people showed up in huge numbers okay make sure you get to work let's go now let's stop the games let's go now time to get to work let's roll let's roll it's ultra maga time baby we ain't playing any longer and by the way that loser brian kilmeade on that fake news station fox news those scumbags the gold standard for conservative news yeah right the gold standard for truth yeah right yeah, right. One thing I agree with Barack Hussein Obama on is Fox News is for the birds, as well as the rest of them. Say her name. That should be Carrie Lake's new slogan. I got to call Carrie Lake. I got to get a hold of her after the show. That's, that's your new slogan, Carrie, right there. Say my name. The other, you don't even have the respect to say her name. Carrie Lake for governor against Katie Hobbs. Say my name. Ho, 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 we're going to spell it out for you, Fox News. We're going to spell it out for you. Hashtag that. We start that right here on LFA, baby. Hashtag that. Say her name. Or say my name if she's using it. Maybe say my name would be better. 
Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to uh, thank you to, to the uh, the RAV audience. I know we didn't have the uh, regularly scheduled program last night because of the election, so you might have missed last night's show. It is archived on Real America's Voice News. You can go back and watch that if you need to, or you can go to my Rumble channel, or uh, which is live from America. We only need 98 more followers there to get to 30,000, so let me, uh, let me get some action out of my LFA family today, and uh, so I thank you very much for that. Uh, also, I'd like to acknowledge before we start the show that uh, Indiana Republican um, Jackie Walorski has, uh, has been killed in a car crash today, uh, along with the two aides that were with her. Um, Republican Congresswoman Jackie Walorski was killed in the car crash today. Uh, the two aides that were with her also died. Four people total were killed in the car crash, according to police. Uh, whether this is a Republican or a Democrat, it's not good. We've seen a lot of this lately. Uh, we know that there was a Democrat car crash last week that killed uh, a mother and a daughter. We also know that there was another Democrat who ran through a bicyclist, and now we have a Republican who actually died. And uh, four people died in the car crash at SR-19 and SR-119 near Nap- uh, Napanee, Indiana, Wednesday afternoon. According to police, one of the victims was U.S. Representative Jackie Walorski. The crash happened at 12.32 p.m. Uh, today between two vehicles near the intersection of SR-19 and SR-119. Three people in the SUV were killed in the car crash, including Walorski, Zachary Potts, and Emma Thompson. The sole occupant of the other vehicle involved in the crash was also pronounced dead at the scene. She has been identified as 56-year-old Edith uh, Schmucker of Napanee. Walorski had represented District 2 since 2012. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a picture of her smiling. And we just, uh, we ask for prayers for her family. We ask for prayers for our, uh, you know, for our, for our political spectrum as a whole, our political environment, our political uh, universe as a whole, and everybody involved. And definitely for her closest family and friends. It's not, it's not fun to, uh, it's not fun to report on that. Uh, and speaking of that, I think it's a good time. Uh, for us to go to God now. So let's go ahead and go to God. Thank you to all those watching on Getter. I'll ask you to do a repost, please, and uh, share your video out. For those watching on Rumble, if you're not watching on the app, it's a little bit more difficult. You do have to copy the link and go share it. But if you're watching on the app, you can actually share it right to your direct messenger lists. And that's really how we spread the gospel. You want to spread the gospel? You want to be a soldier of this show? That's the best way to do it for uh, the, the quickest and easiest, I should say. August 3rd, year of our Lord, 2022, human minds, though capable of brilliance, tend to be undisciplined and rebellious. To counteract this weakness, I have provided help in the person of the Holy Spirit. He offers life and peace to those who yield themselves to him. And I got to tell you, folks, when you have a when, you have, when your conscience kicks in, when you, something's weighing on your conscience, when somebody has a guilty conscience, when you're trying to make up your mind and, and they say, go with your gut, go with your heart, that's really your Holy Spirit. spirit. And that's how you hear uh, your Holy Spirit and talk to him. Romans 8, 5, and 6 says, those who live in according, those who live according, excuse me, to the sinful nature have their minds set on what the nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their mindset on what the spirit desires. The mind of a sinful man is death, but the mind of a con- the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace. And again, 
Romans 8 to 8, which we all know. And we all know that all things good work for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And before you turn out the light tonight, enabled by my spirit, replace your anxiousness and your accusing thoughts with my peace and my truth. It is the only way, ladies and gentlemen. I have to tell you, my wife and I are coming under fire right now from the devil in so many ways, mostly concerning our children, but also concerning our way of life. And we are not going to succumb, and we are also not anxious. We are not stressed out. We are just plugging through and moving forward and keeping all of our mind, body, and soul focused on God and the Holy Spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, please remove your hats if you're wearing one. Pray for me and my family. Pray for the entire Life from America and RAV audience family. Pray for uh, Congresswoman Representative uh, Walorski and their family. And let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The kingdom, the power, and the glory, and the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Trinities all around, ladies and gentlemen, and there's nothing better than spreading the gospel and spreading the word of the Lord. Amen. All right, we're going to commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. You know, it costs money to have a network and to get the truth out there. And Real America's Voice is going to make some right now on this commercial break. We'll be right back. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's a, it's, it's a weird world that we live in where money makes the world go round, but money is exactly what people need. That's why we have uh, uh, partners here. Uh, that's why we built a, a, a parallel economy. That's why, uh, that's why we have Rumble Rants. Because like I said in the beginning of the show, uh, my producer's um, belly depends on your Rumble Rants. I don't know how much you knew that or not, but our producer's entire, entire salary Whatever he's paid comes from Rumble Rants. And that's what we have asked God to, to provide a way, and he always has. And, he, and I don't think he'll ever stop. And uh, so thank you. And, and, and all those who do, do go to JeremyHarrell.com, I do very much appreciate you. As a matter of fact, let's go thank some of you right now. Karen Powers, thank you very much for your monthly donation. Dana Christensen, God bless you and thank you. Melanie Gavel, or Gavel, God bless you, thank you. Lee St. Philip. Winnell Elder, thank you very much for your donation. George Santaw, God bless you and thank you. Thomas Schaefer, thank you. Cynthia Walker, God bless. Cheryl Williams, Deborah, Deborah Swift, thank you for your help. Eric Smith and Karen Baker, thank you very much. Terry Morales, Mary Streifert, Shannon Nujak, and Shalane Esslinger, Thank you very much for your help, you guys. You have no idea how much I have just been inspired by the fact that God has provided for the show in one way or another and provided an avenue for us to do the show. You know what I mean? Just a great, great time to be alive and a great time to be a Christian, I can tell you that. And a great time to be with all of you. Again, please share, rumble, like. We, we definitely count on those rumbles as well. 
Thank you, Patriot Donnie, for Eli's belly. <laughs> hey, Eli, you got $100 from Patriots Donnie. Uh, $20 from Thomas Taylor. Uh, Amanda Collins sent some money. Savvy Granny. And, of course, Tom, 1964. Hi, Jeremy. There sh- can I get a shout-out? Well, you know what? You didn't get a shout-out just because you donated. You're going to get a shout-out anyway. Uh, and one shell nine. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Let's come back from this commercial break and let's get into the first and foremost section, folks. Uh, again, if you're watching on Getter, Roku, or Firestick, please just log over into Rumble real quick. Give us a like, give us a Rumble, and then you can move back to where you feel more comfortable watching the show. But let's get into talking about little Katie Hobbit, shall we? Let the first and foremost section will be about that. Here we go. Folks, welcome back to Live from America. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for all your, uh, your support and your donations and your determination, not only to me, but to Real America's Voice News, to people like Charlie Kirk, Jack Posobiec, uh, Steve Bannon, uh, Anna Perez and, the war, and uh, uh, David Brody and, and, and Steve Gruber, and there's just so many, so many, and if I missed any, I am sorry, but these are truth tellers, folks. And we're here to tell the truth, give real news and honest views, okay? And we're all doing whatever we can to make the boats rise. And the boats are rising. MAGA is winning, and things are happening. Amen? Lift up those cups. You know what time it is. Let's get some, uh, let's get some fuel for this fire tonight. Okay, first and foremost, here we go. Katie Hobbit, Katie Hobbs, the current Secretary of State of the great state of Arizona is the sole person to blame because the buck does stop with her when, it's, uh, when it pertains to elections anyways. The buck stops with the Secretary of State in Arizona. So if you are experiencing problems in Pinal County, if you are experiencing problems in Maricopa, if you are experiencing problems anywhere last night, some people being disenfranchised, not being able to vote, Katie Hobbs still to this point right now, let me look, Let me look. At least right now, to this point, the numbers are the exact same as they were this morning at 5.30. At 6.30, all the way up until right now, the numbers are exactly the same. That's incompetence, folks. That is incompetence. You cannot do your job. You cannot be trusted with the governor's seat if you can't be trusted with the secretary of state's seat. Now, even though... She's a cheater. Even though she did what she did, she abused her power to cheat in Arizona, working alongside uh, people like Mark Burnovich, working alongside apparently people like Karen Fan and others. Folks, even if, let's take that all away and just look at her job performance alone. She's terrible at her job. She is terrible at her job. If you have France for crying out loud, ladies and gentlemen, France, France, France reminds me of San Francisco, if you know what I'm saying. If France and the 70 million people that that vote there can be counted in three hours and the most advanced nation on earth when it comes to so many different things and the strongest and most powerful and the most rich country on earth, we can't count our ballots for days after. That um, That isn't because it's so hard here. It's just straight out incompetence, folks. Straight out incompetent. She can't do her job. And the reason, like I said in the beginning of the show, that they don't want to uh, put the real numbers up there is because they don't want to give the headlines. Talk about corrupt. Talk about sick in the head. Talk about incompetent. Talk about illegitimate. Talk about straight up stuck on stupid. That is Katie Hobbs. And I'm going to tell you one thing right now. Katie Hobbs' worst nightmare 
the rhino party that thought that that McCain and Ducey and Romney and Bush still had power in the Republican Party, the swamp donkey sewer dwelling Democrat commies, all of them in Arizona and around the country after last night are shaking in their boots. And more than likely, they're probably high-heeled transgender boots that they use when they go and, 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 and do their storybook, uh, uh, public library storybook tranny hour, or whatever you want to call it. We don't, hold no, we don't hold back here. We don't pull no punches. The world is what it is, okay? It isn't all sunshine and rainbows, as Rocky says, all right? The world is a cruel and nasty place, and it'll beat you down and leave you there if you let it. And we're not just going to sit back and play Mr. Nice Guy anymore. Our foot is on the throats of these scumbags, and we are pushing forward. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, I, uh, Katie Hobbs, while the numbers are still not tabulated, and while nobody is doing their job, apparently, Arizona Secretary of State and Democratic gubernatorial candidate that's going up against Carrie Lake and is going to get absolutely hammered on, she has not updated the primary results since 7 a.m., and she's doing TV hits, folks, instead of her job, with 20% allegedly still not counted. Yeah, right, I don't buy it. But anyway, let's go to this, uh, let's go to this, this video of Katie Hobbit that we're pulling from Ben Peterson's Twitter thread because there wasn't very many places I could find this exact video. Check this out. Obviously, you know, given your position as Secretary of State, I know you've been keeping an eye on the polls. I want to ask you about Pinal County, the issues that they've been yeah. having out there. Yeah. Um, talk with me about that. I know the RNC has called for the elections director out there to resign. Well, um, we have been in contact with Pinal County throughout the day um, and helping them troubleshoot some of these issues um, and, and making sure that voters had the information they needed. And, and we also made sure that um, that they got the paper they needed and that every voter who is eligible to cast a ballot who is in line by 7 o'clock gets to vote. Secretary of State Kitty Hobbs, thank you for your time. and we'll go- Oh, my gosh. Like, um, we, we wanted to make sure that everybody who wanted to vote got a vote. I mean, talk about annoying. Talk about a stupid way of, of speaking, too. Very, very, very immature, very teenager-like. You know what I mean? Not in any way high IQ in any way, shape, or form. Katie Hobbs is not a smart individual. Not at all. And, like, we did everything we could, and we worked with Pinal County to, you know, make sure we supplied paper to them so that everybody that wanted to vote could vote, so they did vote. No, that's a lie. You lie, you lie, you lie. I can bring on 30 people right now as guests, one after another, that tell you that they were turned away, which means that their vote was disenfranchised. They were denied their right to vote because Pinal County and every other county knew what was coming and they didn't want to supply the, the ballots. They didn't want to supply the, the ballots. Carrie Lake is going to mop the floor with her. Dana White just may, might as well just come in and sell pay-per-views to this and put them in the ring and let them go. Put them in the octagon and let them go at it. That's what I want to see. Big shout out Dana White, big fa- uh, friend and fan of, of Donald J. Trump. Like, oh, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. Would you just shut up? I wish I was interviewing her. I can't stand your voice. I can't stand your incompetence. I can't stand your illiteracy. I can't stand your illegitimacy. I can't stand you as a person, and you're going to get absolutely crushed. So get ready. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Anyway, from one illegitimate loser right to another, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the illegitimacy of Joey Applesauce. Because Biden has tested positive. 
Oh my gosh, Biden has tested positive uh, once, one more time for COVID. It's like three times a charm. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Biden has tested positive again for the third time in two weeks for COVID-19. I guess that's a, uh, a positive test for each one of your vaccines you've taken, huh? That means you've got a couple more positive tests coming. Does anybody really care? Does anybody really care? I mean, even as a human being, it's the flu. Does anybody really care? The guy's like 176 years old. He looks like the Crypt Keeper for crying out loud. If the Crypt Keeper was sniffing children, it would be a reenactment of Joe Biden's actual life. But he gets po- he tests positive again, ladies and gentlemen. What a <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. Anyway, he was uh, he was speaking with his with his second in charge. I guess that's what you can call her at a uh, an abortion uh, while he's isolating. By the way, yes, he is isolating apparently. But he was speaking with his uh, his second in charge today at a uh, at an abortion rally or not a rally, but an abortion meeting. Guess there's a lot of abortion meetings going on these days. And uh, you got to check this out. You got to check this out. Um, he comes in. And he's like, I can't hear anybody. Everybody's muted. And they'll just laugh at him. You're here in spirit. We got you. Even Kamala Harris is cackling at this loser. The cackling jackal herself. Um, can we uh, can we pull this up? Yes, that's all right. Here's this clip of, uh, of Joe Biden just looking like a lost. And, and again, just another form of looking weak. And you don't think the CCP is watching this? Give me a break. You're on mute. I can't hear you. You're on mute. I can't hear you. I feel your presence, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> we feel your presence, Mr. President. Call him. Call him Mr. President. He likes it. Mr. President, we hear you. <laughs> Make him believe he's the president. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, yes, he's tested co- uh, positive again. So he will be, uh, he will be, uh, you know, isolating, I guess, for another week or two. Anyway, I have to tell you a quick story, a personal story about COVID-19 before we go to this next commercial break and bring on our guest for the evening, which uh, I still have yet to invite. So I don't think I've invited him yet. So I have to do that on the commercial break. But anyway, last night, as I uh, was as myself and Eli were leaving the studio, uh, there was a Florida. There was a truck parked in front of my truck, a Jeep, and it was from Florida. Now, we just redid a bunch of our, of our town here, like the streets and the sidewalks of our town. So there was like some block party last night going on. And uh, they had the whole town, they all, the whole uh, street blocked off. And there was like music and this, that, and the other. And apparently these people were going there. So as I was getting, leaving the studio and getting into my truck, these guys were ahead of me and they were getting out of their Jeep. And it was a, a husband and a wife. They probably were in their 60s. And they were from Florida. So as I was getting in my truck, I said, hey, Florida, that's God's country down there. And he said, well, he says, God's country up here, too. I said, yeah, you're right. It is. It is. It's God's country up here, too. And he said, well, it's God's country down in Florida during the winter. I said, it was God's country down in Florida during COVID. Amen. And he all of a sudden, his entire demeanor changed. And he looked at me and he goes, what do you mean by that? And I go, well, you guys did great down there. You guys didn't lock everything down. And look at you now, thriving. Uh, the, the, the beacon of how a state should be run through, uh, through a fake pandemic like that, right? And he goes, they were riddled with COVID. And right then and there, I knew what I was dealing with, a Florida liberal. 
That means a, uh, a probably a New Yorker at heart or a Vermonter or from somebody from Massachusetts who moved down there and tried to bring their politics and their ridiculous ideologies and stupidity with them. So immediately he got super upset, right? He's like, it was riddled with coal. I thought he was going to pull out one of his pink hats and start screaming to the sky, looking like Pocahontas, right? And I said, uh, I said, yeah, but it was, it's fine. It was, everybody was riddled with it. It's called the flu. It's everybody was okay. And he goes, he just could not believe that I was questioning COVID. It was the weirdest thing I've never seen in my life. And he looked at me and he goes, I've had friends die of COVID. And I went, I've had friends die of the flu too. And I've had friends die of cancer too. Doesn't mean we should lock everybody down and take everybody's freedom. Your, your governor is the greatest governor. And that guy just, oh, 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 he got all huffy and puffy and he and his wife just ended up walking on. And I just ended up laughing. I could not believe, ladies and gentlemen, that he was so incredibly like shocked that I had, that I would dare question King COVID. <laughs> Calm down there, snowflake. Wow, is there anything worse than a Florida liberal? I don't think so. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be back with our guest of the evening, running for sheriff here in New Hampshire, right after this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I actually have to send out a, uh, I actually have to quickly send out an invite to our guest. I forgot to send it out before we started, so if my producer is listening, hopefully he can, uh, hopefully he can let him know that one is coming. Um, and if you're watching, Justin, uh, just know that I'm sending you a, uh, an invite here very, very soon. If I, uh, hold on one second here, folks. But yeah, can you believe that, that, (laughs) that story of that Florida loser? Like, I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like this guy is about ready to have a stroke. Like he was straight upset, man. He was straight upset. He was about ready to have a stroke. I, I, I couldn't. I was like, what is happening right now? You know what I mean? Like, what the heck is really happening right now? Um, Justin Worthy, if you are watching, we are sending out your uh, invite right now, sir. So uh, you should have that when you come in and uh, just uh, be ready as soon as we go because we're going live, baby. Um, anyway, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it was, it was quite something. And I went home and I told my wife and kids about it, and they just laughed. And I'm like, I cannot believe the COVID craze is still an actual thing. You know what I mean? I cannot believe the COVID craze is still an actual thing. That guy was butthurt. I mean, I hate to say it, but that guy was just straight up butthurt. He couldn't believe that I had to, the, 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 the gall, I guess, to, to question COVID. You know what I mean? I'll take some... Uh, while we're waiting for our guest to come on right now, I do want to, uh, I want to give some love, if I can, to uh, our Gold Coast sponsor, our uh, sponsor of uh, August and the month of September. They have signed on because they love you guys so much, and apparently you guys are calling them. That's the good thing. The good thing is when these people sponsor us, you guys actually have to hear, you know, hear them out and hear what they have to say, and they're like so impressed with you. Every, by the way, every sponsor that we have, says that the LFA family calls and does more than anybody. It's truly remarkable, and we don't even have a huge audience. We just know what we're all about. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the last time the economy looked this bad, gold shot up 1,300%, silver shot up 800%. Not everybody can, uh, can invest in real silver and gold, but for those of you out there that do or even just want to know about it and you want to talk about it maybe for the, f- for the future, 
Call 855-559-3433 or visit goldco.com. Ladies and gentlemen, secure your nest egg, secure retirement. Tell them we sent you, and uh, they just love you guys. You guys are great, and you guys are amazing. Um, okay, can you, Justin, can you see and hear me all right, sir? I can. All right, and uh, we, you know what? You came in fitting into the screen just perfect, so uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll come back from this commercial break, and we'll bring you right in, okay? Sounds good to me. Thank all, you. All right, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. I'm Jeremy Harrell, and I am broadcasting, as always, from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, unless I'm on location somewhere, which seems to be less and less today because I've got more responsibilities here. Speaking of responsibilities in New Hampshire, speaking of Live Free or Die, how are we going to keep New Hampshire, the Live Free or Die state, when literally every state around us is about as blue as uh, <laughs> about as blue as it gets. You got Canada above us, which is a very blue country. You've got New York. You've got Vermont. You've got Maine. You've got Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Does it get any worse than New England unless you are in the great state of New Hampshire and running for sheriff in Carroll? County, New Hampshire, which is about an hour and a half from me. I'd like to bring on for the first time here on Live from America, Justin Worthley running for Carroll County Sheriff. Sir, how are you today? I am great. Thanks for having me on, Jeremy. Hey, it's an honor to have you on, man. I got any, anybody who is, uh, who's putting their life on the line, whether it be for the, for, for, back, for the blue or whether it be through, for your military and uh, whatever it is, uh, we salute you here on Live from America. And uh, I've noticed that you've You've watched Live from America. You've, you've chimed in on the comment section. I noticed that you were running here in the state of New Hampshire, reached out to you, and you were, uh, you were quick to accept the invite. I'd like you to, if you can, just give us a quick background uh, of who you are and what, your, what, what motivated you to run for sheriff here in New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, yeah, so my background is I've grown up in New Hampshire my whole life. Uh, that's one of the foundational reasons I want to take on this responsibility is because I've had a pretty awesome life. So I've had great family. I've had a great career. And I started where I grew up in Rochester uh, in law enforcement, transitioned to Pittsfield. And this year I retired to take on this responsibility um, because I think the timing's right for it. Uh, I think the as far as the social climate goes, that's definitely right for it. And I didn't see a lot of people stand up over the past couple of years. So if no one else is going to do it, then... You're looking at him. No, oh, that's great. And, and, and uh, I want you to, because we talked about this quickly before the show uh, tonight, I want you to uh, talk about the importance of a sheriff. I don't think the, uh, I don't think the country understands the, the powers and the importance of a sheriff in a county uh, and what that means and, and, and why we have sheriffs, because it's, it's, it's an education moment for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when I started my law enforcement career, uh, I mean, you learn so much so fast, especially in a place like Rochester, uh, which I really have to give thanks to as far as my skill set now. But, um, you know, you don't really know what sheriffs do. A lot of people don't understand what they do. Uh, in New Hampshire, most of them, uh, they're, I mean, they have different duties. My county actually has patrol, uh, which most in New Hampshire do not. And they do court security. They do prisoner transports, uh, patrol functions if needed, and paperwork services, whether it be seminal, civil or criminal, which is warrant services. Um, 
I mean, a lot of people don't even, some people in town here where I live in Wakefield didn't even know we had a sheriff. So wow. I guess one of my biggest sticking points is if you don't even know we have a sheriff, then we need a new sheriff. Yeah, no, that's a great point. If you don't know that we even have a sheriff, then we need a new sheriff. New Hampshire has a big problem with, with fentanyl, with drugs. New Hampshire has a big problem yeah. with trafficking, human trafficking. It happens here in New Hampshire. Do you experience, especially being where you are in New Hampshire, I know a lot of the rural areas are experiencing massive uptick in drug use, especially since the lockdowns, right? Do you experience a lot of drug use in that portion of New Hampshire? You're in the White Mountain region, right? Uh, so it's, I think it's the, the third least populated county in New Hampshire. I would imagine that drug use is probably pretty high. Uh, well, I mean, in Rochester, I, I started my career really at the uptick of the opioid em- epidemic, and that's a whole separate conversation. Yeah. But, um, you know, tons of families are affected. You know, Rochester is a fairly blue collar area and it's a great area. But those are the places that are usually hit the hardest uh, with, you know, heroin, fentanyl, uh, now meth that are, you know, the lower class drugs, if you really want to call it that. And places like up here, you know, I've done my career in Stratford and Merrimack counties, but up here is the same. I mean, I know people that have grown up here. I've only been really a half an hour away from it most of my life. So, yeah, all these communities, it it rips awake through stuff. And that's really what made me ask some questions, because when it came to the drug epidemic and our state solutions for those problems, uh, my day to day stuff, it just didn't add up. It didn't make any sense. So. Uh, that's when I really started asking questions. And then over the past couple of years, seeing how the state handled the COVID pandemic, um, really, you know, tied up some loose ends as far as that. And a lot of things really clicked in where it wasn't just, you know, people that were inept. Uh, there's a reason these things are happening. Well, you see, okay, let's talk about the COVID pandemic. And then I'm going to ask you my, my, my famous vetting question that I ask every candidate, no matter what they're running for here. But first, I want, I want to talk about COVID because you said you weren't happy with the way the state handled the COVID stuff. I wasn't either. I was not happy with Governor Sununu. I was not happy with, with counties. Uh, and then you see all these other sheriffs in these other counties, especially like in, uh, in these other states in, in California, for, for, for instance. You've got Sheriff Villanueva in, L- in L.A., and he's coming under fire right now because he refused to impose the lockdowns because he wasn't going to violate his oath to the Constitution over somebody, over a governor, over a, a city council's uh, desire to lock people down. What are you going to do if that comes around again? If you're sheriff, if you get elected sheriff, what are you going to do if they try to, uh, if it comes back around again where we got to lock everybody down? Are you going to enforce that in your county as a sheriff from that, uh, from that uh, position? Uh, the answer is absolutely not. So I've done, you know, 10 years of this and I understand it. You know, a lot of people get different things out of their career. I've maximized my skill set during this decade. Uh, I actually wasn't doing it to, to be a sheriff. I really didn't even have any, you know, goals of being a chief or a sheriff or something like that. I feel kind of driven into this responsibility since uh, I seem to be one of the few that really want to see this stuff changed. And, no, I mean, I've I've always cared about people's constitutional rights. I know that for some reason now when you bring it up, it's like a topic you can't talk about. Right. But it was paramount over the past couple of years. I mean, I was one of the few people to not adhere to it. Um, Me too. Because it, it, I, I obviously want people to be safe. I want everyone to be healthy. 
And that's once again, a, a total different conversation. We don't live that healthy as people. So if we're going to keep everyone safe and healthy, there's a lot of other things we can do other than, you know, masking and stuff. And I've seen a lot of it in my career experience, you know, the, the emotional toll uh, for a state that's already had is riddled with uh, mental health issues. And that's another thing that's not addressed in the proper way, in my opinion. Um, it just caused a lot of devastation. I mean, I've, I've had family members that have been permanently injured from this vaccine. So I know we're not supposed to say that, uh, but it's true. No, I, I mean, people I, it's not, people it's, it's not about and, not supposed to say something or not, uh, Justin, this is the, this is the safe space for, uh, for real Americans on this show. And I don't care uh, who tries to come at me for COVID or any other talk or election talk. And that's what we're going to get into next. We got a couple minutes left. I want to get in to this illegitimacy that we have in this country right now. And I ask everybody this vetting question because I want to know where they stand. And I think the people that vote for them want to know where they stand on this is this. Do you personally believe that Joe Biden is the legitimate president of the United States of America? Do you believe he beat Donald Trump in the election of 2020? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, anybody who does believe that at this point, um, I appreciate that you're giving me a, a, a space to speak freely because that's what we need to get back to. Yes. You know, feelings are important. I don't want to hurt anybody. I want everyone to leave happy, healthy lives. But we need some real talk yes, right now. We do. And we need to do something about it. And that's what I aim to do. I mean, honestly, my job for what I want to do, I have my own concerns about even this election. I mean, I have the, I have the benefit, I guess, uh, if I win a primary, then I can start getting plans to get to work. And that's on September 13th. So that's what I've been really pushing for. But there's so many issues. I mean, in New Hampshire, the electronic voting machines are actually not constitutional because they didn't amend the Constitution to allow them. That's right. These, the rule of law is what I believe in. OK, that's what separates us from animals, <laughs> if you want to yeah. joke about it. No, no, but I, I agree. Laws are either all important or none are. And we need to value that. And we have plenty of laws on the books that are questionable as far as their constitutionality. And I think if we really get back to a constitutional focus, everybody prospers. We can save a lot of money, which gives us better, high quality law enforcement. And I don't know anybody who wouldn't want that. Well, Justin, you and I are both running for office in the same state. I, uh, I suggest you and I have a conversation offline to see how we can help each other because we need more people like you, like myself, willing to say what needs to be said. And there's a lot of weak-spined, even Republicans here in New Hampshire. Uh, so, hey, Justin, thank you very much for coming on. If, I'll give you the last. we got about 10 seconds. Go ahead. You can say whatever you'd like to say to the, to the, the audience. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. If you're looking for – if you're a Carroll County voter – or real quick, uh, the resolve, go to www.wethepeoplenh.org. You'll find a good slate of candidates. There's debates this Friday. They're in Wolfboro. Tickets are $5. I'll be there. A bunch of great candidates are going to be there. And I'm pretty reachable. Just search my name on Facebook, Instagram, and I look forward to talking to you. Hey, brother, I thank you very much for coming on. I highly respect you. Your stock level just went up, uh, way up in my book. And we'll talk offline, okay, sir? I appreciate it. Have a great night. Thanks you for too. watching. God bless. Thank you very much. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. It's not only politicians that we need to have on this show. We need to have sheriffs on this show. We need to have anybody running for any kind of office that they have to uh, pledge their allegiance to the Constitution and do their job based on the Constitution. We're going to have them on, and we're going to have more sheriffs on too because sheriffs are so powerful, I don't really think even they know how much power they really actually have. Another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. I hope you enjoyed that. We will be back right after this with more Live from America. Stay tuned. Yeah, he was a great. He was super great. Uh, Counting all the blessings. Moon 704 says the LFA family rocks. We got Netsky in there said for Eli. With love and appreciation. Voter USA says, let's surpass the 1,000 rumbles tonight. Use this for Eli. We've got Fick 120-453 that says for Eli. I guess people don't want Eli to quit. I guess when Eli, or man, when he had to leave, I guess when Eli was not here in the show, I didn't do a good enough job, apparently, for some of you. Apparently, I didn't do a good enough job. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We love him. He does a great job here, and it's it's truly amazing. Now, I know there's a lot of people watching from Vermont, Massachusetts, and they say, come on, man, Vermont's not that bad. New Hampshire's not that bad. No, 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 no. The states are never that bad. The great people of those states are never that bad. I'm talking about merely the politics of those states. As a matter of fact, I spent a lot of my life living in Vermont, so I do love the state. I just hate the politics, especially what the politics have become over the last decade. 10, 15 years ago, Vermont was not like that. Folks, we are at 719 rumbles. We need all your help, even you folks on Getter. Come over, rumble, rumble, rumble. And, uh, and you know what? Uh, something that Justin said, he talked about when we were talking about the lockdowns and would you impose those lockdowns? What did Justin say? He said no. He also said we need to be healthy. And I could not agree more. We do need to be healthy. And I'm going on, what, I think nine days now of, uh, of my daily dose of vegetables and fruits. And I got to tell you what, after having only three hours of sleep last night, I do not feel that bad. I'm a little tired, but I still got energy and I'm still ready to report the news. Ladies and gentlemen, Brick House Nutrition and their field of greens, um, their field of green product. I'm telling you what right now. See the one in the middle there? That's wildberry. The one on the right is lemon lime. I have not tried that one. The one on the left is just the regular brand, and that one's, that one's great too. I have not tried the lemon lime yet. I'm still working off of the wildberry one. Uh, if you put in the promo code LFA, ladies and gentlemen, you get a bigger discount, and it's, you're spending less money than you would on your fruits and vegetables for the entire month as it is. Back in the day, people grew up on what they ate. Fresh vegetables and fruits were the core of their diet. But as we Americans got busier, we got fatter, we got dependent on fast foods, we got away from what God intended us to eat, and that was fruits and vegetables. And it says, uh, I, I, this, join me and take the Field of Greens Challenge. Now, this is something I have not done yet as far as I've not had my physical yet because it has it's like you have like a month out for, for uh, scheduling for a physical. But the challenge is if you go and get your physical done and then you take Field of Greens for 30 days and then go back and get another physical and test your numbers, they say your numbers, whatever the numbers are going to be, they're going to be through the roof and the doctor is going to say, whatever you're doing, keep doing that. If that is what you get and that's what I get, then it's probably something we should be looking at for a very, very long time. Um, so here it is. It says, help you get started. If you, go, if you go there right now, 
15% off your first order and another 10% off when you subscribe for reoccurring orders. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code LFA today, folks. They're great people. So show them some love. And I know you guys have been. You guys have been showing them a lot of love. But I've been, I've been drinking it religiously, and I'm, I'm doing great. <laughs> I don't know if it's that. Maybe it's in my head, but I feel great. Let's come back from this commercial break, and let's start talking a little bit of Ron DeSantis, shall we? Here we go. All right, welcome back to Live from America, folks. What a great guest we had there, Justin Worthley, running for sheriff in Carroll County, New Hampshire. Last or The other day, we had Don Boldick on, running for Senate against Maggie Hassan, and I myself am running for state representative here in New Hampshire. We got some toughies out there, folks. We got some tough, tough people running, and we're going to continue to run this MAGA train. Anyway, we got to go down to the great state of Florida. We were talking about that, uh, that liberal loser that was up here the other, uh, yesterday that was crying about COVID. And they got a great governor, don't they? Raise your hand if you wish that your governor was more like Ron DeSantis. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you think that Ron DeSantis will be a future president of the United States. I think he will. But anyway, let's get into the story right now. Governor Ron DeSantis laying the hammer down when it comes to doctors who are performing gender-affirming surgeries on children, basically children mutilation, child mutilation. Now, I would actually take it one step further if I was Ron DeSantis than what he's calling for, but I think that might be the next step. I think this is a baby step process into stopping this crazy crazy Dr. Evil Frankenstein, uh, whatever you want to call it, surgery, mutilation on these children. It's absolutely sick. It's absolutely disgusting. And Ron DeSantis is actually calling for doctors who do perform gender-affirming surgeries to be sued for everything they are worth. Ron Ron DeSantis said, uh, um, you don't disfigure a 10, a 12, or a 13-year-old kid based on gender dysphoria. 80% of it resolves itself anyway by the time the kid gets older. So why would you be doing this? Out of here. Sorry. I think that was Mike Pence's fly that landed on his head (laughs) during the election. Uh, But anyway, he says they want to castrate young boys. That's wrong. I think these doctors need to get sued for what's happening. And I don't disagree. Because meanwhile, you've got the Biden regime, the illegitimate. You hear that, Merrick Garland? Why don't you put me on your stupid terrorist list? How about that? Merrick Garland, the DOJ and the Biden regime, um, their transgender assistant health secretary, Dr. Rachel Levine, is pushing for children to be castrated. I mean, if this is not open pedophilia, folks, I don't know what is. How do you talk about child gender mutilation and talk about children's sexuality and what they what they what they identify as as in in kindergarten, third and fourth grade? You're a sicko. You're a pedophile. And you're lucky you don't get your teeth knocked down your throat and you eat through a straw for the rest of your life, you groomer. Now, Dr. Levin, a biological male who claims to be a woe man is the transgender face of the Biden illegitimate regime pushing for surgical and chemical castration of children. Dr. Levine is an evil, evil, dangerous, sick man who could not get pregnant and who will never have a baby or a menstrual cycle. Levine recently said that there is no debate about gender-affirming care for kids. Oh, what? (laughs) Uh, Excuse me? What did you just say? 
There is no debate about your, you know what? You're damn right, sicko. There is no debate. You sick, sick pedophile. There's no debate. Go ahead and say that in front of any mother or father in front of their face. Go ahead and say that. And I guarantee you, you will be 100% correct. There is no debate. Quote, we really want to base our treatment and to affirm and to support and empower these youths not to limit their participation in activities and sports and even limit their ability to get gender uh, affirmation treatment in their state, the sick monster said. And last month, Levine said sex reassignment surgery castration and puberty blockers chemical castration for kids is (laughs) life-saving. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Life-saving, medically necessary age-appropriate critical and a critical tool. Do we have that? Do we have that? I think, I, I think we have that video of that sicko saying that. Yeah, I think this is... I think we have a... Uh, I want to pull that up. Let's pull that up if we can. I think I have... Uh, there it is. Yeah, let's pull that up. This is the, uh, this is the monster uh, who's talking about this. Check this out. Gender-affirming care is life-saving, medically necessary age appropriate and a critical tool for healthcare providers. As a pediatrician, when it comes to making sure kids are healthy and happy, I know how important care that affirmed someone's true identity can be. Uh, I wouldn't let that thing within 10 football fields of myself or my kids Anyways, if I saw my kids talking to that person, I would immediately assume that they're trying to have sex with my child. Immediately. Absolutely immediately. I want to, do we have the video? Let's, let's play the video of Ron DeSantis right now uh, where, he, where he's talking exactly about what I just said. And this is the kind of governor everybody should have. This is the kind of governor everybody should have. This is also coming from uh, Florida's Voice Twitter account. Talk about these very young kids getting gender-affirming care. What they don't tell you what that is, is they're actually giving very young girls double mastectomies. They want to castrate these young boys. That's wrong. And so we've stood up and said, both from the health and children well-being perspective, you know, you don't disfigure 10, 12, 13-year-old kids uh, based on gender dysphoria. 80% of it resolves anyways by the time they get older. So why would you be doing this? I think these doctors need to get sued for what's happening. I'm sorry. Talk about these very young kids. Not only sued, ladies and gentlemen, but also prosecuted for pedophilia. It's sick. Now, speaking of pedophilia... Let's go up to the once great state of Pennsylvania, and I'm talking about politically, folks, not the state itself. Pennsylvania is a wonderful state, birthplace of America, but pure insanity. The other day we saw that the Pennsylvania Supreme Court said that they could have no excuse mail-in balloting for for the rest of eternity. For the rest of eternity. Oh, I don't feel like getting up today, so I'll need a mail-in ballot. I'm trying to have sex with children today. I can't make it. I guess I'll need a mail-in ballot. Pennsylvania Department of Education. This is insanity, folks. Insanity. Ready? Pennsylvania Department of Education provides students with preferred personal pronouns. Ni, V, Z, and she, and XE. I don't even know what that is. XE. And asserts that even three-year-olds 
can identify as transgender in the public school system in Pennsylvania. According to the Pennsylvania Department of Education, children as young as three years old can identify themselves as transgender and the department recognizes the pronouns ni, v, g, g, x, y, and z as valid options for the use. This is why they wanted your kids from the cradle to the grave, guys. This is why they wanted them at preschool level. As stated on the Department of Education's website in a section titled, and this is very important, I need your fast fingers here, Creating Gender Inclusive Schools and Classrooms. So all you got to do is go to the state website, the Department of Education state website, and type in Creating Gender Inclusive Schools and Classrooms. Teachers are urged to inquire as to their students' preferred pronouns to prefer uh, to prevent making inaccurate assumptions about their gender identities. In addition to the traditional pronouns he, him, and she, her, and they, some people prefer to use the gender pronouns uh, such as ni, vi, zi, zai, and ji. According to the website, if you don't know a student's preferred personal pronouns, it's always best to ask, says the Department of Education, in Pennsylvania. How long are you guys going to keep your kids in the belly of the beast? The only way to destroy the public school system and build it from the ground up is to bankrupt them and take your kids out of there. Now, there's going to be a lot of people that say, I can't take my kid out of there because of this, that, and the other. Your first priority should always be your child's well-being. And every time you send your child to a public school system, you are sending them to the federal government to raise them. I know it's a lot easier said than done. I know so many of you, of you out there wish that you could do it, but there's something holding you back. If you need help, email me at jeremy at jeremyherald.com. If you need help or any kind of any assistance in getting your kid out of public school and getting them homeschooled, my wife is a, she's an encyclopedia on this stuff. And we will help you out because God forbid we keep sending our kids back into the belly of the beast. We can't keep doing this. Not only can we not keep doing this, we can't, we can't let other people do this. We have got to destroy the public school system as it is now and build it back up. We'll be right back to close the show right after this. We've got to, folks. We've got to. There's no other choice now. There, there's literally no other choice and there is massive amounts of homeschool networks out there that you don't have to, you, all you have to do is pay for the curriculum and you got the curriculum. There's Christian schools, there's charter schools. There are so many grants and, and, and help out there for your kid not to go to public school. It's just about breaking the mold. It really is. It's just about breaking the mold. If you break the mold and you do something different, well, guess what? Things happen. If you keep doing what you're doing, then you're going to keep getting what you're getting. It's time to switch it up, change up the mold, and really take this country back. And it has to happen in our school systems. It has to happen in our school systems. Jen says, thank you, Jeremy, for that resource. And thanks, Sabrina, for her help. If I had school-age kids, I would hit you up on this. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, folks, it's very, very, it might be the most important um, it might be the most important thing you do. Now, my wife is so well-versed on homeschooling and private and charter schooling. She can tell you exactly how to do it, how to do it to get help, financial help. She can tell you how to do it so that it doesn't really encroach on your day and on your work. She's amazing. She's amazing. Will Carrie Lake be on next week? I really hope so. I really hope so. Reached out to her and tried to book her. We're trying to do that now, so... 
All right, folks, when we come back from this commercial break, I want to play a, an Instagram video of mine that I posted today. So if you follow me on social media, Telegram, Getter, Instagram, any of that, Rumble, you've probably already seen it. But the Real America's Voice crew has not, and it's another very important thing. So we're just going to uh, we're gonna come back. We're going to be a little bit redundant for you guys, but you guys always get the first of everything because you're family. You know what I mean? So here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks, here on Real America's Voice News. Thank you for being with me today. Thank you very much for sticking through the news last night, being calm, and really just giving it all to God because we woke up and we won. What a drastic difference from when we woke up and we lost by cheating two years ago. That's because of your hard work. Now there's something else that's going on, ladies and gentlemen, live from America, and the LFA family has raised some money. We talked to Jim and Joe Hoft today from the Gateway Pundit. The Gateway Pundit is the only major or the only organization out there that's doing everything they can to go after legally through court to get Jeffrey Epstein's client list. They're not getting up. They, they do not want those names out there, that high, those high-profile names on that client list, those judges, those, those athletes, those royal members, those congressmen, those senators, whoever it is. They don't want Jeffrey Epstein's client list out there and the Gateway Pundits actually going after them to get it with the help of LFA, and we're going to have them on Friday on the Friday show for you guys to check that out. But I want to play this video that I posted. Um a short clip that I posted on social media. Check this out. Who run and operate the Gateway Pundit, who, by the way, the Gateway Pundit has become one of my main sources for breaking news. Why? Because the Gateway Pundit is absolutely killing it. You've got Just the News. You've got Disclosed TV. You've got Breaking 911. You've got The Federalist. You've got Gateway Pundit. All these people have taken over conservative media, actually taken over media completely. Okay, you've got your Revolver.News. Completely, it's just where conservatives go to get the truth. And folks, what the Gateway Pundit is about ready to do is going to blow your mind. They are literally filing legal action and going after to unseal the identity of the global elite scumbag sex trafficking pedophiles that abused and trafficked minors on Jeffrey Epstein's sex client list. Since the judge wouldn't do it in the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell case, and since these Hollywood elites and these pedophiles won't talk about it, and since no major news organization will talk about it, Jim and Joe Hoft of the Gateway Pundit are going after Epstein's list, and they are going after it hard. We're coming after you even though you're dead. We know you didn't kill yourself, but we want to know who had sex with all those kids, and we're going to find out. Amen. And we are going to find out, and we are going to do everything we can here on Live from America to make sure we do find out because we do need to get to the bottom of that list. We do need to find out who's on it. We do need to hold them accountable. We are working with God on our side. We are going to stop this evil. We're going to crush the cabal and we are literally going to take the country back and we're going to save the world. We're going to make earth great again. Mega make earth great again. Again. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, follow me on Instagram at Jeremy Harrell. Follow me on Rumble at Live from America and on Getter at Jeremy Harrell and on True Social at Real Jeremy Harrell. Folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Go to JeremyHarrell.com. Help us out in any way you can. Go down the rabbit hole, listen to some great music. Check out the new items on the store. And remember, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that 
gospel. I love each and every one of you. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Peace.